tuned in to By Any Means Podcast. I'm your host, The Street Consultant. My co-host, the pod father himself. What's happening? What's happening? We have today very, very special guest, uh, Miss Monique Turley, uh, owner of Lux Face and Body and Spa. Uh, graduated from USF, public relations, communications degree, uh, member of Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. She did 15 years in the banking industry before she became the owner. Um, so we just great to have her today. And as y'all know, the makeover, the fit, trap and vintage on the shirt today. I like that one. That was a good choice. Man. That was a good choice. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even give me no options. He just <laughs> like, was like, this is what you're going to wear. Find For the some, hat and the shirt. <laughs> the hat and the shirt. Find and some like, shoes and pants And find some shoes. I was like, the shoe's not even on camera, so right. it don't matter. <laughs> so um, without further ado, I'll let you tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Absolutely. I was like really flattered when you asked me to be a part of it. Little old me. <laughs> but uh, yes, I am the owner of Lux Face and Body Spa. I actually, um, I probably didn't include it in my bio, but I also have owned a photo booth company since 2008. Okay. And I got out of that with COVID. Um, but that was a really, really busy time for me starting that at the height of a recession, I was very scared when I started that company. It's called Shutter Booth Photo Booths. You probably okay. heard of us. I feel, I feel like I've heard that name yeah. before. Um, so we started with one little photo booth, and then we grew it to three, then five, then seven, then wow. ten. So imagine Dang. having ten different photo booths out at the same time, and all the hosts that are manning the booths are calling you like... Yeah. So it was it was really good money, but I was and my heart wasn't in it anymore, and I was looking to get out of it, and, and COVID kind of drove us out of it. So I do still have it. I just don't answer any of the calls or any of the leads. <laughs> you will not get through. <laughs> so when you say when you say photo booth, like yeah. do you mean like uh, like the photo booths like they have at the mall? Or? No, not that. It's the same technology, uh -huh. some, but higher quality. Okay. So one of the reasons why, I, so I went to my cousin's wedding in 2007, and she had the bougie, bougiest wedding you could ever think of. <laughs> and in the back of the room, there was this photo booth, and I was like, why would she do that? Yeah, and yeah. I go in this photo booth, and I was like, oh I get why she did that. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I'm bougie too now. Yes. <laughs> Right. I was like, this is such a good idea. And so I, I convinced my fiance and we went up there, signed. I, I, I first researched like photo booths. I was like, what does it take to buy one? So I ended up not being able to find one that was as elegant as right. that one. Mm. So I licensed into owning Shutter Booth. I was the third licensee. They now have, I think, 46 different licensed wow. owners across the United yeah, States. That's what's up. Wow. So they're doing their thing where they were, they probably still are. Um, but yeah, it, it really grew. It took off. I think we did five hundred thousand dollars in sales our second wow. year, okay. which was crazy. Yeah. Um, because back, like I said, we started during the recession. But back then, you can charge a thousand dollars for three hours of service. Now mm. you might be able to get three fifty, four hundred. Right. So it's really, really went down. Too much competition entered, and it was just so stressful. Like my weekends were never mine because mm. yeah, as long it's as always, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's always events on the weekends yes. too. So. and as long as a booth was out, then my heart was pitter patting like. I'm just a really big on quality. So mm, if something is not being done right, I'm going to stress about it. And I, if my phone wasn't ringing, I was like, why isn't my phone ringing? Right, right. Is everything okay? <laughs> and so I was looking to get out of it and COVID kind of stopped it. And then that time I had um, another thing that I had seen in passing. My cousin got body contouring done mm. in Atlanta. 
And I was big like, big thing nowadays. Big thing, non-invasive body contouring. And I was like, this is cool. Maybe right. I can do this. <laughs> what license do I need to do this? And so I learned that I needed to be an esthetician to do that. Okay. And I wrote an esthetician school, fell in love and uh, opened up a spa. I started, you know, low and I, I guess we can talk through that, but mm -hmm. um, I grew it to where we are today, a 2,100 square feet spa space. Okay. That's, that's awesome. That so is. are you are you originally from Tampa? I'm not. I'm from Chicago. Hey. Yes. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Grand Rapids, Chicago. I guess you can say both. Okay. Um, I came here 20 years ago with HSBC Bank. I was a corporate trainee and development manager with them. Mm. And then I got laid off in 2007. And then wow. that's what started the photo booth company. Okay. And so then we grew to this. But I, 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 went, I remember when I got laid off, I was like, I should just move back home. Right. Yeah. But... That weather, I was like, that's, that's okay. I do not miss it. I don't miss it I'm at good. all. I'm good. I don't miss it at all. I'm not doing it. And so I did it. And so I stayed. And I'm so happy. I've been in here 22 years now in February. Wow. Okay. And then I yeah. see I see you went to college again at USF. I did. So my son graduated from Hillsborough in 2010. Mm. And I, I was in corporate America you know, all that time I had stopped going to college. I was going to Chicago State University okay. and I needed a job, you know, because I had a kid. And so they promoted me to come down here and they pay for me to go to school. But when you can when can you really go to school full time working. when you work in full time? Right. right? Yeah. But when I got laid off from them and I started Shutter Booth and I dropped my son off at FAMU, I said, you're not going to beat me getting your degree. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's not going to awesome. happen. And so I enrolled and I was like. I was a straight-A student. I was right, like, I got to right. do this. And so I that's beat him up. getting his degree. Wow. Mama got, it in that's got you. You let mama get you. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> got to lead by up. example. So that, that's how I ended up at USF and majoring in public relations, which was great. Wow. And, and that's where, as well as you um, pledged? Um, I did. And I did grad chapter with Gamma Theta Omega. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so how, how is it being a... The owner is it? Is it? Is it still that same type of stress? Or now because your heart's in it, it's a little bit different. I mean, it's always booth. still stressful. No, it's not as stressful. I mean, like, okay, I'm gonna explain the photo booth to you to you mm. real quick. So imagine like a host comes and picks up the equipment, right? Okay. And our our events, I owned, I negotiated to have seventy five miles. So nobody could open up a shutter booth in 75 mm. miles. That meant that we could be doing an event in Orlando, Sarasota, right. Clearwater. Yeah. We could be anywhere. You were the only one so, they had to contact. Yeah, I, it was three photo booths when I first started. Wow. So when that happened, we were everywhere. Miami, Fort Myers, we were everywhere because there were no other photo yeah. booths. Anyway, they would come to my garage, pick up the equipment, and imagine they needed all this to mm. set the photo booth up. And I mean... The booth, the paper, the ink, everything. And if they were missing this, then I had to drive them this. Like if they were missing you go, this you piece, take them all the way. then they needed this to be complete. Uh -huh. I had to go take it to them. <laughs> so I felt like uh -huh. I was like a chicken with my head cut off <laughs> in, in, um, doing that business. Um, so no, it's not the same stress because I feel like when I'm done here, the things that I stress about are just like growing the business, not necessarily about was the client happy or how did they do? Did the pictures print out right? Am I going to have some technical issues when I go to look up these pictures on the laptop? So it's not the same kind of stress. And I absolutely love aesthetics. Okay. When I de determined that in order to do body contouring, I needed a esthetician license. I was like, why 
haven't I been doing this? It was like, <laughs> what God? We got some talking to do because. So, so that takes so that, that that takes me back to a question I have. So that Chicago girl, uh, young Chicago girl, what did she want to be growing up? A public relay. I wanted to be like the PR manager for a major corporation. Yeah. I've just always seen myself in public relations, writing, editing, styling, stuff like that. Oh, okay. And then just once once you got into this, yeah. the, it was like, no more of that. Uh, yes, I love this. I absolutely did. So I started, um, a lot of people ask me that, how did you were you were so successful coming right out of school? Right. I started acting like I, I already had the spot when I was in school. Mm. So I created my Instagram when I was in school. I started like... I would just find like Google images, never stealing stuff from other people. Yeah, like because, the stock photos. Yeah, stock photos, just general stuff, finding like info, in, information that was helpful, benefits to facials. I started posting that early on. And so I remember when I was looking for a space, I um, was like, when I found a little space in the back of a waxing salon, I was like, this place looks familiar. And it was a fake place where I had first got my first Brazilian wax ever, which wow. was crazy. She was renting a little room in the back of her waxing studio because she was empty. And so I started there and I started just doing facials and body contouring. So people kept asking me to wax them. And in school, I was like, I have no desire to wax. I don't want to look at a woman. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to do it. But people kept asking me to wax them. Yeah. And I was like, I did not pay attention during waxing. Like, I had no desire yeah. to do it. So when it came around, I didn't want to do it. Well, anyway, I went back to my school and learned how to wax because I didn't pay attention during school. Wow. And then I opened up waxing, and then I also opened up the V-Steam, which a lot of people were also not doing in Tampa. Correct. So that took me from um, that little room and the little hallway behind it for the V-Steam um, being booked out at least a month in advance. I suddenly had no um, you know, appointments. People couldn't get in with me. Wow. So then I found a... And I always thought South Tampa was where I wanted to be, and... It's so sad. I was like, I'm going to service all these white people and white people are going to be my like number one client. Yeah. And it did absolutely not turn out that way yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. So sad of me to even have thought that way. Like I didn't even give my black people a chance. Uh -huh. I was like, I, I, and it wasn't really that it was me not wanting to service black people. You just it, knew where the money was, what the market I didn't think that you. they knew. Like, I never yeah. was into facials growing up, and I felt like I was around a lot of people. I wasn't into that thing, right. that type of stuff. And so I didn't think that they would know or it would be beneficial or they want the right market. And so, no, that they filled my books up. And so I grew into, I found this new space um, right by Laurie Park Zoo. It was 700 square feet. It was a little house. Mm. And I started expanding my services. I didn't want to do too many things at one time. I would always like learn, master something, and then add it to my, my service menu. And then I was booked three months in advance. So you wow. couldn't get an appointment with me for three months. And I was like, okay, it's time to hire somebody yeah. and expand. expand. Yes. And so I was there one year, and then I've been here almost two years. And I, I, have, um, I have two estheticians. I have um, a lash artist and four massage therapists. Wow, wow, awesome. So... Um, do you think, going back on what you said, like 
the customer base um, not thinking kind of like our people were into it. Do you think it's more of now a wave or do you think we were kind of always into it and you just we kind were, of tapped yes. into it? We, oh, sorry. Okay. We were always into it and I had no idea. It was just look me. I didn't know. Um, now, there is still some education that is necessary because now we aren't into it like the South Tampa market. Okay. Um, but we certainly do take self-care very seriously. Right in our community. Um, and I'm always there to educate and provide benefits of why self-care is important, not only from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint as well. Okay. So, go ahead. I know me, I have older, um, younger daughters. Yes. Uh, OC has some uh, younger daughters as well. Mm -hmm. um, do you do any like um, training or education, maybe to the youth, uh, to try to teach them more about you know what I'm saying? Their bodies and facial and yes, skin and I stuff love like that. that. I actually had, you know, I'm I, I I try not to talk about and do stuff before I'm completely ready. Mm. But last year I had posted like um, girl. I wanted to do an event called Girl Code where we would we'd have different people come in and speak about different topics like um, personal hygiene, um, being on the internet. Um, how to deal with bullies. I wanted to have different speakers. I was never able to set that up, but that's something that I still want to to do. We definitely um, should. And yeah, yeah I agree. do want to do it, and I will do it once I get my bearings. I was still right. trying to grow my spot, and then try and do that was a little bit too much, but it is something that I want to do. I still have all the, you know, the notes for it, so I definitely will be doing it. Okay, okay. But we do have services for tweens and teens. So okay. we do like mother-daughter um, facials. Okay, wow. We do spa parties. Um, even young gentlemen come in with severe acne issues we're able to treat. And we're able to cater to a younger crowd, um, you know, as necessary. Okay. Yeah. Well, the question I wanted to ask, um, just getting into, you know, your education a little bit. Um, how difficult was it to you or for you to, um, or was it difficult at all to complete how do you pronounce it? Esthetician? Esthetician yeah. school. It, it wasn't that hard at all. The program, it depends on where you go. Now, the, you probably heard since I was at HSBC, I was a learning and development manager. So education and training is like easy and it comes easy to me and I'm very passionate about it. Um, depending on where you go, the hours that are necessary to become an esthetician vary. So in a state like Florida, we only require 260 hours. Mm. In a state like Illinois, it's yeah. almost a thousand yeah, hours. A lot, a lot. <laughs> so and like Georgia, mm. so we have very low hours. So that's one of the things that I do. Also, advanced training here for estheticians and people. I have RNs, nurse practitioners coming here to take um, advanced training and body contouring, waxing, um, even V steam for holistic services. So it's not hard. It's a short program, but I do not. I also feel that we do not come out prepared and right. ready to actually. See, and that's what that's what I was going to ask. Um, I mean, I guess that's why I was asking because you always see, like, in our community, you always hear of, of a young lady going to esthetician school, but it always seems yeah. like nothing happens after she goes to esthetician school. <laughs> yes. And why why do you think that is? Well, it's a couple of different things. A lot of people lack confidence in their own abilities. Um, a lot of people aren't. Um, want to be bosses and not workers. Right. I feel like you should be a worker first and learn the ropes and right. then become a boss. But they want it all first. They want it fast. Right. Instant gratification. Yes. Yeah. Instant success. Yeah. 
Um, and then they aren't prepared. They didn't realize when they went to esthetician school how much money it takes. Right. To, like I was just asking y'all, how much money it takes to get all this equipment? <laughs> yeah. They didn't realize that they needed all of all these of things. Own, yeah. And then you, you, you talk about like just one thing. Okay, so when you become an esthetician, you have to, you want to bring on a line that you're going to carry. When I say line, I mean the skincare Products. that you're going to carry. Yes. And so a lot of times the opening order just to even order from a line is a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars. And that's a big expense for somebody that's, you know, young and mm -hmm. not really right. ready. And so me, I went through four or five different lines before I decided which one works best for me and my clients. Right. So little things like that and then everything adds up. So how did that how how was that process of finding the right products to use um, that service you well? Was it like just like, what was it? It was very frustrating. I mean, um, obviously, because I'm spending money. I think first I, I, I was going to go with this line. I'm gonna not going to throw anybody mm -hmm. under the bus. I'm not going to name any names. But I went for one line first, and I spent $1,500 for their opening order and got the products. And I went for that line because it was cute, like the aesthetics of it. It was mm -hmm. a really cute branding, packaging. And I was like, this would look beautiful on the shelves. It was trash. <laughs> it was trash. Don't, don't judge a book by its cover. No, at all. <laughs> at all. It was trash. And so um, I finally found, um, uh, I, I now carry Lure Clinical Skin Care, okay. um, which is really, really good. The frustrating thing that I find in the world of aesthetics is a lot of brands don't have a lot of things for higher Fitzpatrick and when I say that that's the color of your skin a okay. higher Fitzpatrick is a person that doesn't get burned easily by the sun right. um, so that would be us um, and so they heard that? That's my new nickname <laughs> Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick <laughs> Hi, Hi Fitzpatrick Yes so they, they lack a lot of like Lyra Clinical for instance they carry all these BB creams which is a tenant moisturizer basically and one Dark, 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 dark color for us. Yeah. And that's wow. it. And everything else is light. So that's a p frustrating part of it. And I'd like to change that one day, but that's not like my primary focus. So do you, do you see yourself getting it? Because I, I, I'm guessing it's kind of like um, hairdressers, kind of the same type of mm -hmm. deal. You got to find your products. Um, but I know like some hairdressers, they'll move into the product side and start making their own Private label, because yes. Because they can't really get. Do you Absolutely. see yourself kind of moving into 1, that field? 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what's up. Yes. Okay. Well, I wanted to ask, um, just moving into your experience a little bit, um, if you can. You know, of course, you don't have to get specific or say any names or anything. But I imagine, you know, being an esthetician, you, you come across some pretty, um, I guess you say, like disgusting things like what was like maybe uh somebody came in with like a skin condition or something and you was just like Ooh, hold on i wasn't prepared for um, that <laughs> well like this like facial things that doesn't bother me because okay. i'm pick dr pimple popper all the way like oh, I see love, i can like, watch it i was gonna get i can watch it but i can't i can't watch it i can't watch it but i can't I be the one it. squeezing it, like i don't want it, that on my, it looks like it smells bad it depends what it looked like it depends what it looked like for me to watch it not it's a couple times i Mm. It makes you queasy. It doesn't make me queasy. I'd be all up in there. I got some like magnification glasses that oh magnifies the scan by four 
thousand something. Yeah, so I can see every little thing in your skin. It like, like I know what side you sleep on, your face. I know wow. if you've been picking. Jeez. I know what products you're probably using or are not using. Wow. So that the the face stuff doesn't bother me. It's probably the lower extremities. Yeah. And it doesn't even bother me either. It's just those hard conversations that you have to have with people. True. Like I will tell women, I'm like, you know, you got a hemorrhoid. Right. Mm. So if I'm doing a wax, mm. they didn't even know that they had one that, wow. you know, helps or, you know, just the uh, the part about making sure that you're fresh before you get a wax. Yeah. <laughs> getting, them, <laughs> getting them in that What's mindset. That? <laughs> so what I you got going on? That? What you ate today? They, they, don't, they don't come in fresh, wouldn't they? Well, I typically will send them right to the restroom and give them white. Here you, you can go in the restroom and clean yourself up. And mm. when you're ready, come on in. And that helps a lot. Is is there I, I, since we gotta talk about it? I'm yeah. gonna give y'all some jewels. So is there something they can do at home? Maybe some home they got some laying around that they can use to kind of. Well, they can go on Amazon and order boric acid suppositories. Look, I ain't even never heard of that. So I know this gotta be a jewel somewhere. Yeah, yeah. some people don't know about it, but it's pretty well known now. Um, boric acid suppositories help with your pH, so mm. it keeps your pH balanced. Um, they can do that. Um, use wash that is for your um, lower body. Don't use like, you know, um, dial and all that down there. I mean, dial actually dial. might be okay. What's the, what's the, <laughs> it's antiseptic. Just not stuff with too much fragrances that's going to throw your pH off. What's the, what's the, um, how about the one that's, uh, that's got all the controversy right now? The black owned one. Honey what's pot? It? Yeah, honey. They, they still, because I, 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 I know I, they moved their products from, I guess, what was it? They was using all natural products. But yeah, now they got added all of these words that you can't pronounce on the back. Correct. Yeah, I, I only bought when she first was in Target to support. Um, but the I always had, I actually bought it twice and the pumper didn't work. And so I was mm. like, I'm not buying that again. So <laughs> I don't use it anymore. The pumper. Fix that pumper. <laughs> Fix that pumper. Yeah. That's awesome. crazy. Awesome. OC? Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So. Moving, moving on to the future, I know you, you don't like to talk too much into it, but can you kind of give us a glimpse of kind of where you, you have plans for your spa to get to? Yeah, definitely. I um, definitely see. So I, as I learned when I was in the photo booth business, how easily they um, made it for me to be a, a business owner, um, licensing into Shutter Booth. It was like a plug-and-play business. That they gave me all the framework. I mean, they had it. It was like a franchise, basically. Uh, yeah, a franchise, but I don't like. I don't have to, you know. Licensing and franchising is a little bit different, but kind of work the same. So I don't have to give them a royalty, okay. all of that. I don't have to submit my numbers. But to the, them. the structure and yeah. the setup on the back end was yeah, it was much pretty much there. There for you. Yes, right. and I just paid a licensing fee every month and. Shutterbooth became a brand recognized name in the world of the event industry with weddings and bar mitzvahs and proms. And so um, I would definitely use that same methodology for um, Lux Face and Body. I would definitely like to open up um, a Lux Face and Body in another city, especially my hometown, which is Grand Rapids, Michigan, and okay. then another one in Chicago, Illinois. So that is one thing that I plan on doing is licensing. So somebody that is not really good at business could come right in and have everything, the protocols, all the vendors they need, all the equipment that they need. Um, they would have my one-on-one -on -one training. It will pretty much work like, like a licensing agreement, and they would be able to simply plug and play. 
Um, okay. and I see, operate I think, a business. I think I think more. That's 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 what we need more of. Like the small successful business owners who have that model. Like instead of everyone just trying to be competition and, yes. and repeating the same product or or same process. Like you said, I have something that works. I have a model that works. Franchise yeah. is plug and play and, and go. But I I just feel like so now. Everybody wants their own name on it. Oh God, it's so. The, it, I, I know that every type of business industry has their little cutthroat things that happen. I know photographers have their little things. Aesthetics is the same way. And it used to get under my skin when I would see people like basically going on my website, copying my whole <laughs> menu, and then opening up a business. I'm like, it's not cool. Yeah. Now it's just. It's, I, I don't even pay it any attention. So I'm, I'm, I'm a big advocate of community over competition. I have a group that um, we do every quarter. Uh, we call it the Esthetician or Beauty and Pro Meetup. We stopped it from just being Esthetician because now we have hairdressers. We have um, uh, makeup artists, estheticians, lash artists. And we all go to a different place in Tampa every three months. One, just for culture, we want to know what's, what's out in Tampa, like what's out and about. Right. And then we talk about different things, like what are you struggling with this month? Like, are you struggling with marketing? Are you struggling with getting more clients? Are you struggling with whatever you're struggling with? We talk about it and we help each other. So I'm a big advocate of community over competition. Okay. That's well, awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. So how did you, how did you um, come up with the, with the name for your, for oh, your company? Oh, Lord. I wish I could change it because everybody thing is Lux now. <laughs> oh, God. I know I wanted something like elevated, like luxury, Elegant. like something. Yes. And I you was accomplished like, that. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And so I just said, okay, just simply Lux face and body. And then the school that I'll be opening shortly. Hey, okay. 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 More Academy. Okay. okay. Can, can, can we can we be there on that opening day? Absolutely. It'll be so, right next door. Say right, less. I'm right. there. Say I'm in there. <laughs> say less. Um, I mean, that's you. You have anything else you like to share? Uh, um, maybe an experience uh, you had during business. Uh, uh, I get this. This is a question I had um, because you were in banking 15 years. That's kind of corporate America. Um, how was that being a woman of color? coming up through those ranks in corporate America? Oh, we can have a whole discussion about yeah. that because I think um, it, it, was, it was not um, easy whatsoever. But I think I came up at a time when we learned you need to go to work. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was no excuses. There was no mental health break days. There was no... I'm sick, my finger hurt, I broke my toenail. It was none of that. And so I took work very seriously. I never missed a day in 15 years except for when my mother passed away. Wow. Never missed a day. Not one, never called in, never was late, never. I just, that was my work ethic. And I see that that is not happening today. Mm -hmm. um, it feels a lot like people don't want to work. People want to make, like we were talking about earlier, like instant money. They don't want to put the footwork in. I feel like that those years in corporate America helped me yeah. to be a better entrepreneur. Um, it taught me how to deal with different personalities, how to meet deadlines, how to um, work my way up the corporate ladder and the same um, thing that I'm trying to do now in the aesthetics world, working my way up. 
Like I see myself speaking at large corporate events for estheticians in the future and you have to start somewhere. I can't just go walk up to the international aesthetics competition and say, hi, I'm Monique. I want to be a speaker. I think you can I, now. I think I your resume, know. I think your resume, at <laughs> least here in Tampa. Is... I've only been an esthetician for this going on 18, 19. So I'm going on five years. Okay. So I think maybe a couple more years I will be ready. Because I want to, I, I don't want there to be, maybe you might be able to ask me one question I don't know the answer right. to, yeah. but I want to know the answer to pretty much everything that you ask me if I'm going to be up there speaking in front of, in front of people. But yeah, it wasn't easy being um, a woman of color, but I did extremely well. I, I felt like I got a promotion every year and I mean, I left, I think I left HSBC making about 80 grand and then that was in 2007. So I okay, was like, yeah, yeah, I thought okay. I was doing pretty, pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, back then. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. And I look back at it like, dang, I want no money. That was <laughs> 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 oh, <it's> horrible. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's necessary that, that work ethic, working somewhere, even if you like are in the aesthetics world or whatever world you're in, work for somebody and learn mm. the steps that are necessary to be an entrepreneur. Correct, correct. Because Gen Z, they is not where it's at. No, it's not. It's not. They don't. It's Gen Z that's like the t teenagers, right? Yes. 18 but don't give me the line. I don't so, even know. I'm they Gen X. What are you? I, I, are you a I millennial? How old I was born in 86. I see. I think I'm he's 35. a millennial still too. I know I'm a millennial, yeah. but I, I think y'all might be millennials. I think y'all okay. right there, millennial and Gen oh, okay. Gen X. But the Gen Z is the one. Oh yeah, we, I the, think we. I think we might got one in the building behind the scenes. <laughs> Shout out to my producer, Ethan. You you mentioned um, that you felt that corporate America helped prepare you better for entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. That's something that I I typically. Um, advise people to do is try to work for you know some type of corporate company before starting their own business for those exact reasons yeah um, so would you say that that is something that maybe not every entrepreneur but um, you know entrepreneurs moving forward that's something that they should do absolutely work somewhere right. just to get a baseline of like the, the things that I was saying and when you do become an entrepreneur you don't have to reinvent the entire wheel right you can do it think like Corporate America thinks. Mm -hmm. How would they do? How would they handle the situation when it was time to grow or discipline an employee right. or whatever? Or how, like, I remember I took this from HSBC was our SMART goals. Like, mm -hmm. when it comes to my estheticians, mm -hmm. make the goals specific, measurable, attainable, um, SMA, reachable. reachable, and trackable. Yep. Yep. So oh, that you yeah. can go yeah, back and trackable, it, yeah. track it, and teachable as well. But yeah. So, like taking little things that you learn from corporate America into the business that you want to own. Okay. And then what is your, um, let's say, favorite and least favorite part about owning a spa? My favorite part is the results. Like, I almost want to post, like, the <laughs> results, like, <laughs> before the results happen because right. I'm so excited about the progress. Uh -huh. So, we can be doing, so, um, typically when a client comes in, especially for if they're having hyperpigmentation on their skin and they want to lighten it up, it's not going to be a one and done type of deal. But they might see a lot of progress after that first treatment. When I when they come back to their second one, I take the picture. I want to post the picture. Right, yeah. right. But we really ain't ready yet. <laughs> we ain't ready yet, right, <laughs> we really right. ain't there yet. But I'm so excited about it. So that is my favorite part, seeing the, um, seeing the progress and the improvement 
of people's faces and bodies because we get rid of fat too. Um, so that's my favorite part. I would say my least favorite part is the accounting behind it, like trying to do all of it behind the scenes, yeah. you know? I love numbers. Well, love not me. <laughs> Trying to just, you know, do all that back end. Because, you know, one, one of the things that I learned, and I didn't learn this from corporate America, uh, the last place that I rented was, um, she was the owner of Beer Garden, 1849 Beer Garden. It's on um, Sly. Um, and she was just a, just a smart, smart lady. And one day we were talking, and she was like, what's your cost per service? And I was like, you what? Know. I had absolutely <laughs> no idea. So running those numbers back, like, I mean, taking every single bottle of cleanser, moisturizer, mm -hmm. yeah. um, lotion, my time, how much gauze. You how many services you can get out of one bottle. Absolutely. And then you yeah. divide that into the, you know, average it out into the cost per service. But I had no idea. And if you don't know that, you don't know where you're at. You don't know where you're go going. going. So um, just, you know, learning that. That's, that's probably that was the hardest part and by far is the hardest part for me right now is tracking and the numbers yeah so um hire a cpa and you said I you got you <laughs> you can hire me yeah and you said you do uh mail services too correct we do we okay. do mail waxing um uh we do mail the v steam you can do an anal steam if you're a man um I don't think I'm with that one. stop lying why not he lying I'm right. he lying he's lying Y'all are so, I don't know why y'all so sensitive about that. It's not sensitive. It's just, why I need to blow smoke up it? <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Go ahead, man. Well, Give it a try. It's amazing, first of all. And think of the herbs they get absorbed. Okay, so back in the day, we didn't have penicillin and um, nausea medicine yeah, and all that. I don't really take medicine. Yeah. yeah. I, ain't, I ain't no medicine guy. Either. So when, I mean, even. When women come in here for V-Steam services, a lot of them are having real problems. People yeah. are having problems with fertility. People are having problems with their pH. Or people have been through trauma, sexual yeah. trauma. And that is that experience is, is yeah. a release of soul ties. And the herbs that we're putting into the pot, is it acts as medicine. So the herbs get absorbed into your skin. And whatever gets into your skin is going to go into your bloodstream. Right. And when at that point, it's going to act like medicine. So wow. a V-steam is not only for your vaginal area or your anal area. It's yeah. also for your whole entire body. It's an improvement for, it just makes you feel better. I feel like I get a B12 shot when I'm one. I, I, I feel like she just sold her service to one or two of us. And it ain't me. You see, he said us. So y'all He's talking about himself. He's talking about himself. Somebody well, coming back. I'm going to tell you what, steam. though. But if you, now waxing is becoming a bigger than lands manscaping now down will, there. I, will say, I can't do I that. Not doing it. I can't. No. no I, I'll take I'll some, say, clippers, I, some clippers. Some clippers to like that thing I'm with about the quickness. Because the, the, the see? shaving thing ain't working. Look, though. it starts with waxes, ends with booty hole steaming. No. <laughs> well, if it's like what you just said, sign me up. <laughs> sign yeah. me up. But it's yeah. awesome. No, no, no. The, yeah, the the, the, the we're not. Even, and then I love, 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 love that we have. I have about 10 moms right now who bring their young daughters in mm. here to get waxing because they're at the age where they're, it's time to have those conversations. Like you yeah. have hair down there, it becomes itchy. 
They don't want them to shave because of the ex- traumatic yeah. experience they went through as the mom. Yeesh. Shaving and getting the razor bumps. Nick, whatever, yeah. N- yeah, Nick. Um, and so they Nick. are bringing their daughters in monthly and they're learning from like, I'm, I waxed a girl that was 11 the other day wow. and she took it like a soldier. Better than some of these grown women that come in and be acting a fool, hiding behind <laughs> the covers and, <laughs> and she was playing her like a champ. <laughs> Maybe hiding under the cover. Oh, God. It's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold wait, on. wait, 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 wait. Hold on. They have to fool. I swear to God. That's hilarious. So, yes, these young girls are getting it. They, wow. It's wow. beautiful that's, for them to know what, what that is like yeah. when they get older. It's not going to be anything new for them. I, I didn't get my yeah. first wax until I was 30-something. So, wow. Yeah. And they're 12, they're that's, that's young. That's so, uh, that makes you, me feel some type of way. Like that scares me. I got I got girls that that young. Yeah, yours are what nine, eight? Uh, eleven. Eleven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right yeah, so I'm like, hold on yeah. now. <laughs> hold on Those now. conversations are necessary. I'm gonna know? let her mama handle that. I'm gonna let her <laughs> mama handle that. I don't want to talk about nothing. Nothing going yeah. on right so, there. What would you say is your number one seller? Your service here. Facials for sure. Facials. Yeah, facials and body contouring is probably right behind it. Is that is that what you kind of want to be known for? Is the facials and the body contouring or? Yeah. Cause well, I guess you did say you don't really like the waxing part. Anyway. No, I like waxing. I'm I'm. You don't got do it love it. Yeah, do it. I, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I I just feel like when I wax somebody, I do it like I would want somebody to wax me. I'm not all rough and right. aggressive yeah. and. You know, and you know, you want to put the pressure to absorb the pain, all of that. Like, and so people come back to me over and over because, you know, you go to European Wax Center and their focus is time. Like, they got to get you in and out in there in 12 minutes. Otherwise, the supervisor coming and knocking on the door. And we don't focus on time. We focus on quality. Quality. So, um, and I think people feel that. And so they want to repeat the experience. Definitely, definitely. My last question is, when, when, when is the next Flick series coming out? Flick? Netflix series. What's that? Netflix. You know, watch Netflix. The Netflix series. Yeah. He asked me if you're going to start a show on Netflix. I mean, I would love to. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. I would love to. Tell Netflix to call me. <laughs> I will be there with bells on. <laughs> right. Right. For yeah. real. Yeah. So we do um, facials, waxing. Body contouring, vajacials, which is a facial for your vagina. Fanny facials, which is a facial for your butt. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Rewind. See, he, he is too interested with all of his <laughs> no, butt no, stuff, no, no. I, I was, I was, He wanted to come get his I butt done. I was okay with the facial for the, the vajay, but the, uh, the facial for the fanny, like, what's that? So, a lot of people who have, um, they get, like, butt acne. Mm-hmm. And so it helps with You're that. About, mm-hmm. I've I seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, you just told on yourself. You You've seen that. I, obviously, I ain't seen my own. The fuck? <laughs> so a lot of people have butt acne. It looks like they call it, um, it's keratosis pilaris is the technical name of it. But it looks like um, little chicken skin. And they mm. have it on their butt. Um, and fanny facials can help alleviate that and make it look better and smoother. We can also do peels back there. If you did, you used to have bumps and then they turned into dark spots. We can do peels back there. So what else we do? Obviously, we do lashes. Brandy is amazing. Lash artist. Not lashes. Shout out, Brandy. <laughs> Shout out, Brandy. <laughs> Brandy is amazing. Lash artist. We have a couple of massage therapists. So like on They're our website. They're great as well. You got a couple. Men um, and women, if you feel comfortable with one or the other. Okay. Um, so we have packages that you can 
get online and it'll include like a facial massage and V-steam or facial massage and wax. So spending that time on, we're open six days a week except Tuesdays. We decided to open on Mondays because we do service a lot of people in the beauty industry and that's mm -hmm. their day off. Um, so that helps a lot. Um, but taking that time to just, we as women and as people take on so many other people's problems, we barely, rarely leave time for ourselves. So even if you don't have anything wrong with your skin, it could absolutely look better after a facial, um, just brighter, smoother, um, cleaner, obviously, because we're going to clean the pores out. And then it just feels amazing when you take in those few minutes just to get away from your phone, close your eyes, and let somebody work on and improve your skin. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Well, owning a, um, a face and body spa, um, who do you, do you get your services done here too, or do you I go do. somewhere? Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to go to, so a couple of my SD besties are the Rain Look. Uh, Yamani, I used to go to her for waxing, but I used to feel some kind of way about my estheticians waxing me. But now I'm like, child, they're gonna see it. <laughs> now it don't matter. Right. So oh, it's, oh, is it just a matter of them seeing it, or is it a matter of them maybe they like, hey, she's short, cook them. No. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> my check was no. late. Little <laughs> <laughs> extra time no. a little bit. <laughs> no, no. Um, waxing by Aqua is another one. She taught okay, me she's the. Okay, she's big. I seen her. Yeah, right. she taught me the one. One pool method. She taught me that, like, wow. without even charging or anything. She just, I used to go get her wax, and she's like, "This is how you gotta do it, and you do it this way, and this way, and this way." So she, she taught me Shout that. Shout out Aqua. Shout out to Aqua. Wax <laughs> my Aqua. So those are some of my SD um, besties. Um, but I get most of my services done here now. Okay. But if I'm in a pinch, I'll definitely go to them. It's like one of my SDs is available. Okay. So you mentioned SD. How what do you say? SD besties. SD besties. That's, so that's the thing that we all use in the aesthetics. Community. My SD bestie is the facial queen. Hi, Sophia. Hey, she shout out, is, Sophia. Uh, in Winter Haven. Okay. And she is Connecticut. At, no, Winter Haven. Oh, Winter Haven. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So this is somebody you want to go home so bad. If you're like, um, you can lean on each other. You attend yeah. trade shows together. Um, she has taught me a lot. I've taught her a couple of things. Um, but that's the person that in, in the aesthetics world that you can kind of lean on. Maybe not your best friend in real life, right. but your SD bestie. So if you, you got the SD bestie, do y'all have like the, the ops, the SD ops? I don't know about all of that. Oh. <laughs> come on now. You know they're out there. Who, who would you say is your biggest what, what's competition? What's their logo colors? Oh, come no on. Drop, no, what they logo colors <laughs> It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's all Leave I got. <laughs> we, we serve she got a ups, different man. type of clientele, um, mm -hmm. and we attract a different type of clientele. I like clientele, that, okay. And I like to keep it that way. Absolutely. And, I, and that, was that always in the marketing plan to um, kind of, because like I said, you, you do have your tiers. Let's just be honest, you have your low tier mm -hmm. your, and your higher tiers. I feel like you're, you're at that higher tier. Was it like um, always like that? Did you start off like that? or? No, I had to learn along the way. I, I remember when I was pricing my services. Um, okay, so the photo booth taught me to price your service um, when you're new, 10% of the median of your three competitors, 10% below. Mm -hmm. So find three competitors, add them up, whatever that price is, make it 10% below that. I don't believe in that method, but... I don't either now. <laughs> yeah. That was when you was learning, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, but when I came up with that number quite often, I felt like it was high. I was like 70, 
dollars <laughs> for a facial? I'm not paying seventy dollars for a facial. Yeah. So I remember when I first started, my facial was fifty five dollars. Mm. So then remember that conversation I was just telling you about with um the lady that owned Beer Garden, and she mm -hmm. was like cost per service. Yeah, correct. And when I start figuring that out, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm working an hour and a half to make twenty four dollars. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense, and so. I very quickly, in my, I see that, I see Sophia. She's like, girl, she's Spanish. She's like, girl. Girl. <laughs> girl. $25. You, you crazy. You crazy. <laughs> you crazy. You crazy. I don't know. No, Monique. So that, it wouldn't work. So she was like, you need to fix your pricing. And so it, I think when I did adjust my pricing, um, that, that helped attract a different type of um, Client. But they also didn't feel like it was expensive. Even with my my skincare, I remember when I was getting Lyra clinical, and I was like, wait a minute. So when I sell this bottle of cleanser, it's gonna be forty eight dollars. I ain't paying forty eight dollars for no bottle of cleanser. Mm -hmm. And these women, even black women, people will pay for somebody gonna pay for it exactly. Like nothing. Mm -hmm. I remember the retinol cream was like $112. I was like, it's never going to sell. Sold out. Sold out. Yeah. Sold out. So you got to get out of your own mind sometime. Yeah. Uh -uh. Not even not necessarily our own mind. I think even sometimes like our close friends too. Yeah. Like they'll tell you, oh, like, oh. Yeah, you taxing, bro. Ain't nobody going to buy that. That costs too much. But it's, it's mm. so many people out here in this world and so many. Like that's why I tell people all the time we're working with small business owners and upcoming. Like don't lower your price just because. You think, right? You know what I'm saying? Somebody not gonna buy it. It's somebody out there that's gonna buy your right. services, whether it's expensive or whatever. It's always a market for you. You just Absolutely. need to tap tap into that market. That's it. So that's that's, that's awesome. Then these estheticians that are out here with these twenty and thirty dollar waxes. Mm. No, girl. <laughs> Sophia, for a minute, you are devaluing devaluing our business. Mm. You are. You will ultimately, if you keep it like that and other people start coming in like that, you will drive the market prices down. So charge your worth and, you know, make sure that you're making a profit off of each of your services, not just to get a customer in the door. It's not about how many customers come through the door. It's about the quality of the service they get in the your profit margins matter. I was going to say, those $30, $40 treatments usually result in $30, $40 results, right? Period. And it, well, going off of that, piggybacking off of that, um, earlier I know you were saying like in Florida it's only 200 and some hours yeah. to get your certification, but you did like over a thousand. So like I've always heard like you, you're not really a professional that nothing or anything unless you put 10,000 10, hours mm -hmm. into something. Oh, yeah. So so even like me just knowing that and hearing that, someone only That's going true. to school for 200, they ain't really, you ain't even touched the surface of what... The whole, you know what I'm saying, pie is. Yeah, I agree. To I, even be able I didn't to give do, you that. Service. I didn't do like I didn't go through a thousand dollar or a thousand hour course or anything, mm -hmm. but I took advanced But then the more classes, advanced, yes. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, and then now you're being able to teach like that ready, as well. Yes. So. Absolutely. So for my training, I do um, advanced classes in Brazilian waxing, and one of the things that's really, really um, hard for black. Black people, melanated people, whatever color, anybody with the color in their skin is chemical peels, especially in school. You don't learn that a lot at all. Mm -hmm. And knowing how to properly apply chemical peels and when to apply them and getting the skin ready for it. So that's one of the advanced classes that I have, chemical peels and microneedling um, and with, with a fo focus on 
multicultural and ethnic skin. Um, what else do I have? Black skin, the J, uh, the B team, body contouring, microneedling, and chemical peel. Right now, those are my only advanced classes. But pretty soon, um, speaking it into existence, Luxmore Academy will be a 300-hour um, hey. esthetician yeah. school to better prepare um, people who want to be an esthetician. Raising the bar. That's it. Be an esthetician. And they'll have real, like they'll work in a real spa environment. So, yeah. That's cool. I'm excited. Okay. Um, I mean, that's all I got. I don't know what else. She, you got anything else? Anything else? You, you, you have anything else? If not, just uh, you can tell people where to find you, your name again, the address, uh, your social media handles. Sure. So I am also one of the last things I wanted to say is I'm a big proponent of supporting other black owners or black businesses or any business for that matter. You That's do right. not have to be black. Uh, but like my massage therapist, his name is Jude. He wrote a book. We have the book in the front for sale. I have one of my clients that is an artist. I have her paintings on the wall with cards for you to be able to contact her. Definitely. One of my other clients sells like lash strips. I have those in the front. So if you are um, a business owner and you want to get a little bit more exposure, I am happy to have your products be displayed in our spa. Um, we also have a room here, which we're in right now. It's a training room, but Beautiful. it's also available. Yeah. Thank you. If you are doing a small training event and you need a room to do that in, I would say a fit 10 people um, seated, but um, standing probably a little bit more, especially a classroom style lecture. If you wanted to do it, you could do that here as well. Um, and if you wanted to do a pop-up shop, like I had one girl come and bring all of her clothes in here um, one time and set them up like a retail boutique. Right. And that That's was tight. really, really nice. So that is something that is available. I'm, I want to help you grow. Um, in the world and your business, and we can work together to do that. Right. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. And you said tell them where to find uh, me. Yeah, yeah. The, the address, social media handles. Yes. So we're located at 707 West Fletcher. Um, I like to say we're close to Avila. I know everybody's heard of Avila Country Country Club or Arab community, mm -hmm. um, but we're on the other side of Fletcher, the Carrollwood side, not the <laughs> <laughs> not the side over there. <laughs> The Carolwood side. I remember not one time I was like, you on Fletcher? Side. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> West Fletcher. That's all you got to say, West Fletcher. West Fletcher. Some people still don't get it. She's like, you on Fletcher? <laughs> like, oh, my God. But anyway, it's a nice, right? When you walked in, it didn't Beautiful. seem like, you yeah. know, no, safe. I, well, I've been here before. I, I had massages here. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Real nice so, area. I was definitely out the hood. I mean, <laughs> 707 yeah. West Fletcher. You'll be safe. No problems. And, and follow us on Instagram. It's just Lux Face and Body on Instagram. And our phone number, you can text or call, is 813-536-7005. That's right. That's right. And do you have a, like a, a website or anything they go to to do bookings? www.luxfaceandbodystudio.com because okay. just Lux Face and Body wasn't available to my New Jersey. <laughs> so, luxspaceandbodystudio.com. We're going to find whoever that is in New Jersey. Yes. And we, we, we need that. Website. We need that. <laughs> we need that. Definitely. Thank you again. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Me. And this is another episode, By Any Means. We out. We out of here.